everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Visit PD and P Dubs Unscripted. Yeah, that's what it is. Boy, it's been so long that we've forgotten our own name. Forgotten our name, but we're coming live to you from the Spirit in the Sky studio. Ooh, going up to the Spirit in the Sky. <laughs> so yeah, so you can see we finally kind of decided on a name that one of our listeners suggested and yeah. thought it was a great, you know, we talk about the Holy Spirit. It's also got the great song, Spirit in the Sky. I can't think who sings that originally. I can't either, but I remember it was a favorite on Rock Band uh, where I would play the bass... And uh, it was a nice, steady beat, so I was able to get a lot of points on Rock Band on Spirit in the Sky. Norman Greenbaum? Oh, Norman Greenbaum, that's right, yeah. Now that's the joys of having a computer right here to look up these things. <laughs> we need like somebody else that we can be like, hey, check up this stat for yeah, us. Yeah, we There's need a producer or something. Somebody that can like check up on these things when we have these like crazy things yeah. that we don't know what we're talking about or yeah, trying to look up something. We need help, that's for sure. If it wasn't for Pastor uh, P.D., you know, looking things up, lickety split, we'd be uh, woo, we'd be in hot water. Right, so thankful to have a laptop right here where I can Google things very quickly. But yeah, so it's good to be back in the studio here recording, and you know, it's kind of crazy that it was this long. It just, summer just flew by. Wow, we were clicking along, doing real good with our podcasts, and then like, uh, well, it was, you know, servant trips and... Um, you know, things like that for the school that, you know, pulled pastor away and we were still trying to pre-record and we did getting, all that. And getting then some of the students to help. Getting the students to help. And then, uh, then we hit June where it was like VBS preparation and then shining, star. shining stars. And then we actually do the camps and, and some vacations, vacations, youth gatherings, youth gatherings, COVID uh, for me. Yeah. Pastor got the COVID bug and, uh. Yeah, it, uh, it really, we were on a stretch, I remember, where it seemed like we weren't even seeing each other in person for right. a number it was like of a weeks. Month. <laughs> but, you know, looking at our numbers here, we had from February until, you know, when we kind of stopped, I mean, we did one in June, a couple in June, a few in June, and then one in July. Yeah. But from February till that point, we did 46 podcasts. <laughs> That's, that's something. So that's a lot of podcasts. So maybe that little hiatus gave people time to catch up. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? And uh, we're we're glad to be back, and uh, we're sorry that we had a little bit of a break. But um, as you know, as you kind of have gathered, our schedules were crazy, and uh, it not, was just hard to get together. Not and, synced up very well. Yeah, and uh, but that's life in ministry, and that's life for everyone. Sometimes you hit those busy seasons, which. You know, people say, oh, Pastor, I'll bet you're going to have a nice, relaxing, slow summer, and <laughs> it's everything but. Right. But uh, we wouldn't trade it for the world because it's an opportunity for us to do a lot of fun things, you know, particularly outdoors and into our community and uh, things like that. So, um, but time just flew by. Right, because, you know, talking about some events, and that's what we're going to kind of do here today is kind of recap kind of the summer at Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. And just looking at some of those things, like, you know, I was kind of just kind of going through my mind now thinking, you know, we had VBS, Shining Stars, NYG, even ILS Fest, you know, that, and then mm-hmm. the BBBQ. So those are four pretty major things going on. And I remember talking to you during the week of VBS going, okay, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah. While you were stressing out about Shining Stars, I was like, that was me last, last week, week. Yeah. thinking about all that. But I guess we start with VBS. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Let's kind of go chronological order because, I mean, I know we had also, oh, the school 
Uh, Summer Academy. Summer Academy kind of led things it's off in June. Summer Academy and Discovery, Discovery Camp. Discovery Camp goes all the way through uh, the summer. And uh, remembering we had uh, Nicole Mathis on our podcast. And so, yeah, they did a great job. Uh, amazing camp. So, yeah, yeah uh, mm-hmm. there, it was more than just what we were involved in. Right, and then also 4th of July Parade, because then we also mm-hmm. had Sophie and Maggie and the talk about the 4th of July Parade that Emmanuel took part of. Right, right. So there's a lot of little things, but I guess VBS, because that's one of the things we were more connected with, not mm-hmm. saying we weren't with Discovery Camp or Summer Academy, but VBS, I know how that went pretty yeah, well. Yeah, you were part of the primary leader, and I was right there with you participating. And- yeah, helping with the games and with, yeah, I'll tell you, if you didn't uh, match me up with, uh, you know, Barb, who is a, a gym instructor for right. school, um, who she was awesome. So it was like everything I needed. And uh, she just kind of said, oh, we're going to do this, do that. And then me and the other helpers just like helped out where we could. And it was a lot of fun. Right. It looked a lot of fun when I was kind of floating around. Mm-hmm. I do wonder where you were during the openings of VBS, because I never quite saw you at the oh, I opening. I was busy. I was busy. You know, I had like pastoral things, senior pastor things oh, to do. Okay. And uh, I was always feeling like I was showing up right after uh, that opening thing was done. Yeah. You know? And like, I would catch the kids on the way out and... I don't know. Some of them said that I was, you know... A puppet? A puppet, and I, I'm like, I didn't know how to take that. Yeah, like, like uh, you're not Scuba Steve, you're <laughs> Warren Schilf. I, I am me, yeah, and uh, I don't know what they were referring to, but, um, but anyway, yeah. But yeah, uh, the puppets made an appearance, mm-hmm. helping us each day at the beginning, which was always great to get the puppets out there. Yeah, we had Scuba Steve, and who else did we have? I think have? we had Izzy and Izzy? Jim... Yeah, Jim Dandy made a, an appearance. Is it Stanley? Uh, um, it, boy, you know, it's... It all runs together. Runs together. He probably did somewhere along but the way. But yeah, I don't think Luigi joined us. No, no, Luigi didn't. And also, uh, Billy Bob, the bean salesman, did not join us. <laughs> I heard there was a little controversy that he did not join. Uh, oh, boy. There was some demand for him, yeah. which we failed He's to He's got meet. a fan base now. Yeah, he has a fan base, and we failed to meet the demands of that fa- fan base. <laughs> Well, you know, you only have so many, uh, so much time, right? right. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it was fun nonetheless, and we had a lot of kids come to the camp. Yeah, about 130, 140 kids, and also got to give a big shout out to like Patty and Kari and all those that helped with the decorations. I know Maggie helped with the decorations, Jenny Lobs, our worship director. All these people made some wonderful decorations that I know I couldn't do. Yeah, it really, it really punched up our camp a lot, and uh you know those visuals. It's it's fun to look at and fun to have every day, and it it helps the kids. You know, uh, helps them get excited. You know, because right, they see the effort that's going into it. Right. There's, and I mean, our theme, like we talked about on the podcast when we were talking about VBS, was make waves. How we can change the world around us. Which mm-hmm. I just love that theme. Yep. And that's why I selected the Think Orange VBS this year, called with Make Waves, and like the kids seem to have a blast. Like there is an air of excitement going on, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from every station that the kids were moving around through in the morning time, uh, you know, they were very well behaved. They were getting along with each other, uh, enjoying their leaders and their teachers. And uh, yeah, it, it was like the Lord really blessed the week in in all of us. And, uh, you know, as anything, you're always going to have some kind of unexpected things or hiccups, but uh, I think they were pretty minimal from what I can remember. And, uh, you know, we adjusted when we were confronted with something and 
and uh, it worked out really good. Yeah, because I mean, I think the biggest problem, which was like just a technical technological one, and that was the whole uh, planning center of the program we used to check everybody in. Yeah, crashing. 30 minutes before the first day of VBS. <laughs> so that was not very fun because I was trying to put that fire out and then people were coming with questions as it was the first day and I'm like, I can only do one thing at a time here. Right, I know. And, and uh, that's that's got to be hard for you as you were leading. and um, But uh, hopefully you had some enough help to help you through. And um, yeah. and we're grateful for all the volunteers because like, I think you had like 30 or some volunteers. 30, 40 or, volunteers wow. and like, you know, people stepping up when maybe somebody got people got sick. Some of our leaders and other people stepping up. Some of our youth stepping up, saying, "Hey, we can take the lead of this area." Like I know that happened with snacks, mm-hmm. and that was really awesome to see some middle school and some high school students come together and just run with the snacks. Yeah, that was uh, fantastic. You know, when you empower uh, people, they step up and they feel like they're taking ownership and they're glad to. To help out, and especially when they see a need. And, you know, wow, it's so great to see when our young people do that, our teens and things like that. And uh, it really shows uh, them that they're valued and right. uh, they're contributing, and that's a great thing. Right, and VBS, is a, as we talked about, I'm sure, on the podcast, how it's a great outreach into the community where mm-hmm. we do get other people that are not connected to Emmanuel or maybe just connected through the school. So it was great to see all those and the bonding that happens with the leaders and their classes or their sessions or their little breakout areas, whether it's music or crafts or games or snacks. That's all, that's all of them, right? Yeah, I think so. And then just seeing all that. So that was a really awesome week where the kids got to learn and grow. And I don't know, I loved how the Bible studies were placed. I know Mary Jo, one of our main leaders for the Bible studies, said she loved how they were laid out, the good. lesson plans. Yeah. So that's always good a good choice. thing. Yeah. So and even like uh, coming out of chapel today, I had a couple of little ones coming out of chapel, probably like uh, kindergartners or first, yeah, kindergartners. I remember you from VBS, you know. Right. So like, they have great memories, and right. uh, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember you too. And like, <laughs> oh, you remember me? Yeah, I remember yeah. you. And so it's kind of fun. But the fact that um, you know that they're still thinking about VBS. You know, in a positive right. way. That says, what, like, maybe we made an impact. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, I know I heard that. I think I had somebody say something to me about shining stars. But my fear, there's one now, this child's in first grade. Every time they see me, they're like, you baptized my brother. Oh, cool. And it's like, yep, I baptized. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, to have it all last year is still happening this year already. So it's yeah. like, what a cool, like, thing that they can put two and two together and just like mm-hmm. it was a great day anytime a baptism takes place for sure for sure yeah uh so great it was a great uh camp again this year and uh loved the theme and the shirts and uh uh and the songs the kids really participated and enjoyed the songs and we had song leaders and yeah, it was just fantastic. So yeah, and so I know that couldn't have been possible without all of our volunteers. So I know I'm personally grateful for all those volunteers mm-hmm. for the helping me be able to put this on because if it wasn't for them, it wouldn't have been able to happen. Right, right, and uh, same. Everything that we're talking about goes true for the Shining Stars the following week. And yeah, why uh, do we do them back to back weeks? Because we're just crazy men. I guess. And, uh, and we think, oh, we'll just get past it and life will be simpler. And th- there's always another thing ahead. You right. know? I don't know, but enough to catch your breath, I suppose. That weekend gets your breath back. Yeah. I mean, like, 
you know, but we're done with Shining Stars and we typically run into the 4th of July parade. But this year I was taken up uh, to Milwaukee for a, a wedding. So I was literally got done with Shining Stars, cleaned it up, loaded up my van, ran home, showered, changed, got ready to head up to Milwaukee. So like left my van loaded with baseball stuff for the entire weekend <laughs> and came back and I'm like, oh man, there's a lot of stuff in there. But um, but yeah, uh, the Lord blessed us with fantastic weather. I think that was the best weather in my six years of doing Shining Stars that we've had. Yeah, I don't, you know, I think it might have been the second year where we had the ability to be outside every day. And that was my first year. I think and so. I, think, I don't remember being indoor that week, so. Yeah, yeah, so it doesn't happen much, and uh, boy, even when there was rain predicted for that Friday morning, I was like... Watching, 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 and it was supposed to have rain come at 10, and I'm like, is it even worth bringing them out at 9 to go home by 10? And so I was like positioning myself to cancel it, but I woke up at 4 in the morning the next morning, and it was like as though the system just went around us, and I thought, I almost can't believe it, but let's let's try it. Yeah, because I know like that Thursday night I went to Summerfest, so I got home later, and I went to bed, and you know, after Summerfest, I was like... Oh, you know, forty percent chance of rain. Mm-hmm. Okay, that you know, okay, not not looking too promising, but who knows? Yeah. Then I wake up a few hours later. It's like zero percent. I was like, "What happened? What just happened? It wasn't like it was like a day in advance. It was just a few hours." Well, even the day before, it was it was it was warmer, and there was some humidity in the air, and uh, but there was a wind that kind of helped us all kind of deal with the heat because that was supposed to be like, uh, I think it was heat indices of up near a hundred. And so I was kind of worried about that. And, uh, so we took our break and we got everybody under the gazebo where it's shady and it kind of rejuvenated everybody. And, you know, adults and kids alike. Not me. I had tired legs, but Uh, you wouldn't let me take time off. No, sir. No, there's, uh, you're not, you're not like the White Sox. Tired legs. You have to stay in the game and keep running hard. Nope. I had tired legs and I couldn't rest. (laughs) But then like we let everybody out for the last bit of that, that, um, last hour or so. Yeah. Which is, you know, the 11 o'clock hour. And it was almost like out of the blue, the wind shifted coming out of wherever, and then started coming from the Northeast and it cooled things down. And I'm like, wow, Lord. You provided this cool breeze right at the right time because everybody was kind of dragging. And, you know, because Thursday, it's like everybody's got, you know, all excitement the first two days. And then, like, okay, I made it to halfway through Wednesday. You feel like you've accomplished something. And then by Thursday, everybody's like, oh, here we are again. You know, what are we going to do today? Back to the salt mine. Yeah. (laughs) So, um so, and then that was the hot day, and I thought, oh, thank you, Lord, for providing some reprieve and cool breeze, and that helped carry us the rest of the day, and then Friday was fantastic. Remember, we were handing out, we were so prepared for weather on Friday, we handed out our Bibles and our baseball, baseball card. cards on Thursday, and then, well, we were back, and uh, we still had some more Bibles and a lot more baseball cards, so we did it again, and... <laughs> Those kids got a lot of baseball cards, which is okay. It's always fun hearing them like, is this guy any good? Mm-hmm. I think I had that with an Andre Dawson card. So I was like, is this guy any good? Yeah, wow. I'm like what? He's what, the only guy to win MVP on a last place team? It, probably. 1987, I think. is. Yeah, when I thought was. 88, but it's something oh, like Maybe it was 88. 
But uh, yeah, so he was. He's a good catch on the cards, but uh, like some, I was handing out stacks, like pretty thick stacks, because I got thousands of cards, and I just want to get rid of them, you know. Right. And one of the moms came back, and she's like, "Now you you give Pastor all these cards back. These are too many." I said, "No, no, please take them. Okay, take them." And she looked at me like, "Oh, that's too many for him." I go, "Please, no. It is not too many." Let them enjoy them, you know. You're just selling your future inheritance for your kids. I guess I am. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, know. there's probably cars worth thousands of dollars. Well, there probably is, and well, you know, someone else can have the the benefit. The benefit. Yeah. But yeah, but that is a great week, and like we're so thankful for the generous donation of the Bibles each Mm -hmm. year in the last two years to put a Bible in these kids' hands. And and, boy, do they just like love them, right? They just dive right into them and. Mm -hmm. And so that's great because I know we've talked about how, like, you know, last year parents were like, my kid was raining the whole way home. And even, like, the day one of the camp, I had a couple of kids come up, and one I remember in particular who said, Pastor, my dad and I, we're almost done with the Bible that you gave us last year, and we're reading the Revelation part. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, wow, that's amazing that they kind of did it so much that they were almost done. Almost like Bible in a year, right? And uh, I said, well, that's fantastic. So that was really wonderful to hear. And uh, even though, you know, we have a lot of returnees from the camp, I think we had donated to us 140 Bibles. I think we gave out 115. So um, people were getting the mindset of like, well, take one from my friend or my cousin. And I think you kind of said that when you passed them out. But yeah, that is always, I don't know, it's one of my favorite weeks of the year. It is, yeah. Because I miss playing baseball. Uh huh. Get to teach a little bit. Yeah. Get to connect Jesus and baseball. Yeah, your uh, devotions are fantastic, and uh, the kids really they understand, you know, how you're tying certain baseball events and circumstances. And... Can, can we make a rule for next year that's only new people, so I can keep using the same devotions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, um, but you do a good job, and uh, kids seem to engage. And uh, and it was fun. I think one one morning we sang "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," and everybody yelled their favorite team to win. Yeah, yeah, that's always fun just to hear that. And uh, it's just blah blah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a cacophony of noise. So that's uh, a big. You've been using some big words today. Well, you know, what was the other big word? The one about the another term for donkeys and oh oh in chapel. Yeah, in chapel. Oh, dromedary. Dromedary. That's a big word. Well, I had to read it. I know it was in the Bible. (laughs) That's why I let you do this week's chat. I looked at those words. Oh, that's why you were not so keen on. Did you see those towns you had to read? Tarshish and Pool and was it Lud? Lud or Lud? L U D Lud and uh, yeah. Uh, I was like, as you were reading through that, I was like, ooh, I dodged a bullet here. I felt felt like it was the the Pentecost (laughs) reading. (laughs) The Cretans, the Medes, Parthenons or whatever, whatever. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so um, I guess, yeah, that that one uh, just came off the tip of my tongue. Something, you know, cacophony. Man, you are a scholar. Mm, A scholar in my own mind. (laughs) But yeah, and speaking of another kind of softball, baseball-related thing, we also had Emmanuel, as far as I know, first softball team this year. Yeah, I mean, in uh, certainly in modern history, you know, maybe in the '70s there was a team, but I, I don't, I don't remember there being one that said Emmanuel and was sponsored by Emmanuel. There were people who were on the Emmanuel Church who Played. formed a team, and but uh, that was so fun, and you know. 
I think that was the key, is we just had fun no matter what happened. Right, and so for those that don't know, we had the manual bench warmers. Yes, we finally arrived to a team name about four games in. There's a lot of discussion about team names, yeah. and some not too well-liked, some more liked than others. Yeah, the one day you weren't there, and I was like, okay, what do we name our team? And then someone came up with it, and I'm like, oh, what do you think? And, and nobody said no, and I think it was... Uh, and well, oh, I, I know what it, I I know what it what is. I won't say what it was. So I'm like, all right, that's our team. And so, and, and then I tell everybody in an email, and everybody's like, really? why are we naming us that? Really? I'm like, well, that's what they said they wanted to be. So I, that's, okay, I got to keep that in mind. Anytime we got any news to share, you got to be the one to share it because it's always well received. <laughs> when I share it, it's just like, well, what? No, no, no. Well, obviously I didn't poll the whole group. <laughs> but yeah. So. But the bench warmers, we went two and nine with our yeah. one playoff game. And, no, some exciting games. Yeah, there were games where we, well, uh, two games. I feel like I said before, if we won one game only, someone could say, oh, they got lucky. But at least we won two. So it adds a little credibility. And there's a third one we sh- could have won. We could have won. Um, we were not pleased I, with the call. But I heard Joe West was behind home plate that day. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, and I threw out like 18 baseball bats onto the field like Andre, Andre Dawson. Dawson. Uh, <laughs> nice throw back there to yes. earlier the podcast. Uh-huh, yeah, and uh, no, I didn't do that. But uh, we just, you know, we were not pleased with the call, and we just, okay, we maybe, lost. Maybe Angel Hernandez was umping it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and it was a quick exit in the playoffs. You know, they were clearly uh, prepared. And But, I mean, as we kind of talked about after that last game, you could see the improvement on our team. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody improved a little bit, and we kind of figured out how to better position ourselves defensively yeah there, i remember there was one game i can't remember if you were there i don't think you were you might have been in an nyg and uh we had oh like five or six plays where there was a runner on first and it would be a ground ball to third over at claude and he would throw over to liz at second base and uh, uh liz w and uh over at second base and she caught every one of them, and we had, like, five or six putouts on ground balls to third, throw to second, and, like, we're like, this is amazing. And so at the end of the game, I gave the game ball to Liz W. Nice. <laughs> and so, like, you you caught all those throws from Claude, and, you know, you sealed the deal, you stayed on the base, and and she was just, like, surprised. Like, what are you giving me the ball for? <laughs> the good old game, passing on the game ball. The game ball, Yeah. Boy, those are the times, you know, like if you got the game ball, you're just like, oh, this is awesome. And then, like, I remember as a kid, you know, the coach is getting ready to hand out the game ball, and there's, like, this bit of excitement, anticipation, and and you're, like, hoping, hoping, hoping that you get the game ball. And then when you don't, you're like, ah, all right. Well, I guess he did pretty good. But then you got all happy when you got your Capri Sun and your snacks, like your <laughs> your fruit snacks after the game. Right. I should have brought that one game with some Capri Sun and fruit snacks. Yeah. Well, I think in my day, we were really happy when we get to go to Dairy Queen and get a Mr. Misty or, oh. or an ice cream cone. And, like, you know, I'd get, like, these purple Mr. Misties, and I'd get brain freezes because I'm sucking it down too quick. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats sitting in the outfield after the game enjoying your snacks that yeah, the parents brought. Exactly. And then, then, like, as a kid, you begin to size up the snack. Like, oh, really? This is all we get? It's like uh, apple, uh, applesauce and, uh, and a cracker? Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is not what I signed yeah, up for. Yeah. Whose did, parent did this? I didn't sign up for playing <laughs> softball or baseball to get this. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was a great time, and we're hoping mm-hmm. to do it again next summer. 
And then you kind of mentioned in there when I was missing a couple of weeks was one was for the NYG. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the next really kind of big thing was a national youth gathering where we had eight of our youth and two moms and myself chaperone our kids down to Houston, Texas. A cool little place. A not, cool little place. Not so hot, but, you know, got to go to Houston for the national youth gathering with about 20,000 other kids from around the country. Enjoy some great breakout sessions. I know our kids love that. Mm-hmm. They also loved uh, the worship time. You know, one of the breakout sessions I went to was Scott Linebrink, who was a former Major League Baseball player. Oh, right, yeah. And so it was kind of neat to hear him talking how God used that platform to start his new kind of ministry of doing stuff with water, like helping get water into countries that don't have clean water and how he, you know, is getting other former Major League Baseball players involved in this. And now this is going to be great podcasting as I show him a picture, but this is one of the pictures he had that he showed everybody on the screen when he was talking about his day and age. And Pastor will know exactly, P-Dubs will know exactly why I had to take that picture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's getting pulled by uh, Ozzy Gee and the manager. Very nice. (laughs) But I'm just like, man, of all the pictures I've put up on the screen is when you're getting pulled from a game because Ozzy doesn't look too happy. No, he doesn't right there. And so, wow. So that was neat. And I know our kids really enjoyed the ones about anxiety, making choices, and Mm -hmm. they enjoyed doing some of the arts and crafts things. We had a service project of helping to lay, like build a trail for the one local church in the Houston area, which was, you know, laying the track down and putting down the gravel and flattening it. And so that was cool, and like it was kind of a unique situation because I was getting ready to leave. I don't know if I ever told you this story. I was getting ready to leave, get on the bus to go back, and somebody's like, Don, Don. And I was like, turn around, it was the associate pastor of the congregation. Mm, okay. I think our time overlapped a little bit at seminary. Pretty sure it did when I was in Central Illinois District, but his wife was a member at St. Matthew Barrington, my home congregation. Okay. So, so that's how he kind of knew me. So then he's like, well, come say hi to my wife, and it's like, Okay, what I gotta like the bus is getting ready to leave. So then I'm like, oh, they're trying to do it. I'm like, I gotta go. So I'm running back to the bus. To s- Did you make it? Yeah, I made it. But uh, it was just one of those like, what of all the churches yeah. in the Houston area to go and help volunteer at? Right, right. Was that one where there was a little bit of a connection? And mm-hmm. I know I texted you when I was there because I loved what they called their kind of senior citizen group. Oh, right, yeah. They called themselves the Hogs, <laughs> the Happy Old Geezer Society. Uh, yeah, I want to be known when I get to that age as an old geezer. But yeah, so it was pretty funny because they all had baseball hats on that said Hogs. Nice. And they were helping us out when we were doing all the stuff for the trail because they have like a nice mile kind of walkway that can take to the one nursing home senior living facility. And they thought it'd be a nice place for their members to maybe walk, do some prayer walks out in nature. Very cool. So yeah. that was cool. You know, worship was amazing, as we talked about when we had worship. We also got to do some sightseeing by going to the NASA Space Center, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Like, our kids loved going to that. And, like, one of the cool things was going to see the original mission control from where all the Apollo missions took place. Yeah. Wow. So just thinking of the history in that room. and that's, For sure. You know, where the whole Houston, we have a problem came from. Think of all the minds that uh, had to come and come up with solutions and understand what was going on. Like, it's probably brilliant people in those rooms. Right. And, like, it's kind of funny because we're just going and they're taking us up. They're like, okay, we're going to go up the stairs. You know, when you go down, we're going to sit in the areas where the families would sit and watch their loved ones when they're doing their thing. Mm Mm-hmm. 
in front of you, you know, we they just they're all the original seating, but in front of you, there might be something on the chair in front of you. It's not a cell phone holder. It's for cigarette. It's an ashtray for cigarettes. Mm. So it's just showing the time. And then even in kind of how they redid like the Smith and Control, they did have ashtrays on all like on the different desks with like fake cigarettes in them. I'm like, oh wow, what a sign of the time! Yeah, man. I'm sure, sure back in the '60s when all that was, was going commonplace, commonplace. But now you would not see that. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's so true. So that was kind of one of those unique things and. Mm-hmm. Even when we're there, they're like, okay, we're going to sit down, we're going to show this presentation, and they turned on all the computer-type deal things, and it all set, and they had, like, the final five minutes of, was it Apollo? What Apollo landed on the moon? Uh, well, whatever one, yeah. Buzz Aldrin and Neil yeah, Armstrong right. was on, but they did the final five minutes of that descending onto the moon and him walking on the moon. Wow. And all the stuff on the screens was like exactly what was going on in the screens in that moment. Wow, that's cool. So that's cool thing in like the history that happened mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool that you were able to go do that and spend a, a grid portion of a day there. All right. And, uh, it sounds like it was really fun for everyone. You right. Know? And obviously the most important thing about the NYG was like just the growth of our youth and their faith and mm-hmm. like them seeing that they're not alone, yeah. that there's other kids their age, and that maybe some of the struggles they have aren't unique to themselves. Because I think that's something kids struggle with is like, I'm the only one who struggles yeah. with whatever issue I'm dealing with. Yeah, because I don't want to talk to anybody about it. Or I have no one to talk about it. And so, yeah, the natural inclination is to think you're all by yourself in it. And yeah, that is a great part of it. And, you know, they're meeting kids who, you know, of all walks of life around the United States and, you know... I know the spirit of happiness just totally exists there, and they're they're kind of willing to meet others and right because like to me like I shared with people I was like kind of like COVID wasn't a thing down there, mm. whereas like prior to COVID you know I was wondering how they're going to do this because like in previous years you see all the kids high fiving each other walking down the hallways walking yeah. in the stadium right kids holding up signs that say free hugs yeah. And all that was still going on. So I was like, mm. I guess COVID doesn't exist down here in Houston. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and then uh, as you were coming back, well, as you came back, gets us to the next thing of our community meal where we had our outdoor cookout. And that's always a, a fan favorite. And we had a beautiful day that we got and uh, a lot of people helping. And I think we we um, handed out over 200, around 200 meals that day and uh, that was great, and uh, you were there. That was yeah. your first day back, and then, then you kind of had some bad news the next yeah. day, and yeah, so. the next day or so, and so then I was kind of kaput for about a week. Yeah, that whole, that whole virus kind of hit you, and well, yeah. maybe it was God's way to slow you down a bit. Maybe, and, and like it was one of those weird things because I was like, well, I guess I can just sit here binge TV and movies mm-hmm. all day. Yeah. And nobody can say anything to me that I should be doing something because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, resting. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just a lot of binging on TV and movies. I'd wake up, okay, let's watch a couple movies. Let's watch a TV show now. Right. right. Sit in the recliner. I'm going to go lay on the couch. Back to the recliner. <laughs> and then take care of the dog the best I could and yeah. kind of keep her distance so I didn't give her COVID because they say you can you get can. it. yeah. And that's the last thing I need. Right, right. Yeah, and then we rolled out of that into uh, Backpack Blessings and Barbecue and uh, another fantastic effort there by so many people. That event has many moving parts, and uh, those who were in charge of their areas carried it out beautifully and marvelously and uh, 
God brought it all together and, and uh, helped us uh, share a good message and had a great day of fun and uh, games and good food and fellowship. Another day that God blessed with wonderful weather. It wasn't too hot, not too cold, no right. rain. Yeah, no rain, because wasn't it the prior day? It rained pretty well. I think so, and I know the prior Sunday it did, because I think you were still on vacation, mm-hmm. and our softball game got canceled. Because I remember driving into church that Sunday thinking, man, I'm happy it's this weekend and not next weekend, because... We've had to do the BBBQ at Emmanuel rain and rained I know, out. I know that was we did it, but we it did was, it, but it's not the same. No, no, and uh, so you know we got to be outside, which um, you know was fantastic, and uh, uh, we praised the Lord uh, out in our community, and um, that that was fantastic, and uh, saw a lot of joyful looks on faces. We blessed our teachers, our students, and their backpacks. And, and the backpacks that we were giving to Virginia Lake Schools, one of the schools here in Palatine. Yeah, 50 backpacks. And, and uh, supplies, not just backpacks, the supplies are exactly, in them. Exactly, uh, age appropriate or grade appropriate. And uh, so a lot, of, a lot of combined effort, volunteers. And th- that's why I really enjoy the summer, because it's an opportunity for people, you know, during good weather, to step out and and help out, you know, right. and give back a little bit. And uh, so, as you can hear, friends, there, there is plenty of opportunity uh, for us to share the love of God to our community and to serve and to come alongside, meet new friends, and uh, just enjoy what God does among us. And it's almost mm-hmm. like the whole, if you build it, he will come, you know, kind right. of thing. And so... Every year we build it, and God blesses it. So. Right, and now we're back with school starting back up. We had yeah. a great opening chapel outdoors last Wednesday, mm-hmm. and now it's you know we'll have another community coming up meal coming up probably in a couple months. Yeah, October in October. Yeah, and yeah. then so a lot of great things coming up. You know, the fun doesn't just end in summer; it keeps going. Yeah, we got a trunk or treat coming up. Fall in fest. Our, fall, well, it's yeah, fall fest trunk or treat. You know, and uh, yeah, it's a little bit bigger than mm-hmm. trunk, trunk or treat. treat. So, so looking forward to that, uh, October 23rd. And don't worry for Bears fans, they play Monday night that week. That's right. So you won't be missing a Bears game. We would never deprive our Bear fans and, of their Beardom. But the question is, will the Bears be worthwhile watching at that point? It's <laughs> always a question. Because <laughs> I can guarantee you one thing, neither Chicago baseball team will be playing in the playoffs at that point. No, they will be long packed up and ready to go for I the winter. I think both teams will be golfing as soon as the season ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's that's a wrap on our summer, right. and uh, we uh, we're we're thankful to you would listen for, to us share about uh, how you know God uses us uh, to reach others, and uh, like like we've been talking, we just plant seeds, and uh, you know we try and you know measure like how many people came or where they came from, and if we can reach them to maybe become part of our community and. Um, but you know what, God, God's the one who makes those things grow and happen. And if we're just, you know, helping people along the way, a journey of life and point them to Jesus, we're happy to do it. Right. And kind of one kind of programming note, like we still plan to do our normal three podcasts with the Faith Intersections, Deeper Dive, and Community Connections. But this year, we're going to have, add a little something different starting this fall. Mm-hmm. As in the years past, I used to teach a class for our middle school our electives called Faith and Pop Culture, where we'd watch a TV show or listen to music and discuss the theology behind it. But this year, we're doing a podcasting elective. So I'm leading a podcast elective with our middle school throughout the year. So the kids are going to learn how to podcast. They're going to join me on the podcast to record probably two days worth of recording 
each week kind of because there's like 10 and 12 kids in some of these electives and having 10 people on this podcast at once will be way too many. Yeah. So we'll kind of break it down in smaller groups so they can talk on the same topic. I'm going to teach the kids how to edit the said podcast, how to put it up on Anchor, the website we use. And so look forward to having those podcasts come out. So they'll probably come out on the maybe a Tuesday or a Thursday, not to interrupt our normal ones, but just to get our kids on there because they loved being on the podcast last school year when they talked about sea camp, wall camp, mission trip, mm-hmm. what they love about Emmanuel. So we thought this would be a good way and a skill that kids could be using later on in their life because podcasts, I don't think, are going to go away anytime soon. I don't think so either. And uh, they seem to really like it a lot. So I can't wait to see what you guys generate together and hopefully friends that you'll enjoy it as well. So, hey, it was great to get back and uh, see you across the table, partner. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. God's blessings. (laughs) 